to On The Reg podcast. Uh, in this episode, we have a very special guest. Um, she is multi-talented, very down to earth, extremely funny. Um, and I'm not just saying that because she agreed to do this interview with me. Um, please give a warm welcome to Besrat Hattes. Did I say your name right? You did. Thank you so much. Okay. Ooh, I'm just, you know, just to be clear, can't have anybody out here misrepresented, and that includes your name. So, once again, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, um, so, for those who are not familiar with you, can you give us an introduction in your own words? Oh, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Really excited to do the podcast with you. It's always a pleasure to chop it up with you and to get to do it on a podcast makes it even greater. Ugh, likewise. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and so a brief introduction. So um, as you said, my name is Bisrat Betsy Haftis. Um, a lot of people know me as Betsy. Betsy's actually my middle name, um, not a nickname. And I do prefer my first name, Bisrat, so thank you for that. Um, I am a model, a talent manager, and a consultant. Um, I'm known to many people as Miss Make It Happen. Uh, I work with visionaries and I help them make their visions a reality. I'm really passionate about helping people pursue their dreams, um, whether it's music, fashion, or just trying to figure out where to next. I'm able to help people navigate how to get to the next level. I will definitely attest to <laughs> your reputation as Miss Make It Happen because you're just on the pulse. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to reflect on when we first met each other and really <laughs> i i don't know if i can other than um maybe i think it was a night at the curve for the band capital sound they were performing yeah. at the curve yeah i think that's the first time that we actually met each other but since then i've seen you involved with um a couple of jam sessions uh creators night um you've done some behind the scenes work uh for some artists and uh, not just capital sound the band but um a couple other recording artists and it's been really really cool to see you work you're everywhere so i'm just like watching <laughs> and trying to see what's going on but um also paying attention to the events because they've been fire just have to put that out there so um no no problem so amongst the many things that you do um, in the midst of all of that, I noticed that you have the gift of connecting specifically with younger creatives. Um, and this isn't to say, you know, that there's a, an age limit or anything like that, but you have a gift of connecting others, not only as far as age goes, but uh, music and, and culture and, and um, just a unifying effort and somehow we all seem to find each other and link up and and whenever we chop it up or get together or, or um, celebrate each other's wins, it's always a good time. Um, but when do you when did you first notice that you had this gift or, or this desire to really just meet with people and kind of just guide them to these journeys or or events? That's a good question. Um, I've actually been asking myself a lot lately, just like how and why did I get here? And then like futuristically like where am I going what do I want to do mm -hmm. so to answer your question like I think the realization of like the gift of like connecting just came about over time and like something as simple as like okay I have different groups of friends different sets of friends and like maybe bringing them together for different functions or events or whatever and then watching these friends like come together and merge relationships 
And then seeing like longevity in these relationships, I'm like, hmm, looks like I think I'm onto something here. Just in having like maybe the foresight or the gift to be able to bring together like like minded people with similar interests or talents or even paths and then like watching them grow. And then it slowly began to cultivate as I stepped into event production. And so like from modeling, I had gained an interest in like the intricacies of behind the scenes. And so I wanted to try my hand at it. And so mm. I did a couple of events in Springfield. Um, I started with a runway battle and then I did a fashion show. And like the cool things about like these events are that one, they're few and far in between. And so like mm-hmm. there's a lot of excitement and buzz and just like bringing something different and new. And then like in bringing in these different people, people find out like, especially like within Springfield that there are like-minded people who have like interest. And so like with these events, like they would not only have the opportunity to experience something new together, but then once again, these relationships would forge. And so like, as I'd scroll through on like Facebook or Instagram, as I'm like doing promotions or trying to get the word out and create buzz, I would see like people from different walks of life, you know, becoming friends. And then like, you know, seeing them interna- interact with one another on social media. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like, you know, we're onto something like we need more of this. And mm-hmm. so from there, like it just, it started growing. And then I'm like realizing like, hey, I like this. Like, I think this is a passion. I should probably grow on this a little more. And so i I really love that. And then seeing it happen in actual real time, like if you've ever been to any of these events that um, Besserat just mentioned, uh, you know that there's just something electric about them. Like I, I really, I really enjoy not only being around other creatives, but having the conversations and um, getting inspiration from them and and learning from them in just the couple hours that we're there at, at an event and just being able to have a conversation with some of the folks that are there that, like you said, are like-minded and want to see a more creative Springfield or a more creative environment. It's just so inspiring and it makes you really want to level, level up your own um, talent and how you give back to the community. And I just, I love that so much. Um, you just started a consulting business not too long ago, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Um, can you tell me a little bit more ab- about it? Like, not just the inspiration behind it, um, but as, but like what you do, like what services you offer? Oh, for sure. So um, the inspiration of this business, it came over time. Like I knew that I wanted to do more. And then I knew that like, I'm really resourceful. I have gifts, I have passions. And like, I have this desire to not only like help people, but to like take things to the next level. That is like, if that's what one desires. And so I wanted to create an entity in which I could express like my passions, my gifts, my talents and not be limited. And so consulting seemed to make the most sense. And Mm -hmm. within those services, like I've really been working to like fine tune what my business model is and like where I'm going with it. Um, I currently offer a vast amount of services, but like the services that I'm really focusing in on are talent management, event production and consulting. And so with Mm -hmm. that consulting, it's more so in not only like the music field um, and fashion, but also just like businesses, um, especially with the recent pandemic. Um, we've gotten to a place in which we've had to like navigate through a new normal, especially like with the regulations and mm. um, trying to figure out like how do we sustain our businesses and continue to like have some kind of normalcy. And so with that, like I'll help um, businesses with innovative and creative ideas um, and maybe even whether it's like social media or just coming up with different ways to like reach their clientele or sustain business on um, that essentially like encompasses the consulting part of it. <laughs> I'm trying to take all of that in. Um, 
especially keeping in mind that the whole landscape of the talent and entertainment industry has completely changed because of COVID. I commend you because you definitely are are finding out a way ways to make it work. Um, and speaking of talent management and uh, event production, you recently recently did a listening party for the artist Zakari. Um, Zakari. I want to make sure I get her name right because she is amazing. I, I listened to the project and it's it's really heartfelt and it's real life. It's it's real talk. And um I just gotta give a shout out to her. But what what was the process like? Did, did you meet with her and just say what were your goals or what did you want to do? Or you know, I don't want to you don't have to give away all your secrets. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that of you as a as a new business entrepreneur, but you know, any personal observations or any learning experiences that you had from that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so first off, definitely like huge shout out to Zakari. Um, Zakari is definitely like a testament to the hidden talents in Springfield. And like, I cannot mm-hmm. emphasize this enough. Like Springfield is filled with hidden gems. Central Illinois is filled with hidden gems. Um, yep. Aspiring talent. Like I want to convey the message and let people know that if you have a passion, desire, interest in music, artistry, whatever, don't let Springfield hinder you or limit you. And let's try to kill this ideology that Springfield is a black hole because it's not like it's regardless not. of where you're at you can make the most of where you're at and then there's so many resources and connections and like I'm sure through this podcast and others that um people will learn like what resources are available to them but yes mm-hmm. like Zakari she is amazing she is 17 years old she just dropped her first EP um her EP is it essentially expresses her stages of grief um Zakari has experienced some trials and tribulations in life and her artistry really just lays it out perfectly. Shout out to Zakari, but to answer your question, um, just in going through this process, so like in working with artists, um, I actually got hooked up with Zakari through Hiso. Um, Hiso is a studio and label in town that essentially provides a platform for aspiring talent to not only get their feet wet in their artistry, but it provides a foundation to help them essentially um, not only pursue their passions, but have that support behind them. And so mm. in working with Hiso, um, I got the opportunity, like I said, to work with Zakari. And the the process was interesting. So like one of my, I guess, philosophies, if you will, is like one, like we all can eat. We all could be successful in this. And so when mm-hmm. it comes to like secrets or trade, um, I'm one person who is more than willing and welcome and open to like sharing how I do things. Um, one thing that's really led me success thus far is meeting people where they're at. And so um I I try to understand you know, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. And then we just cultivate a plan that works best for you. Now, in working with Zakari, Zakari is obviously crazy talented. She sings, she raps, she does poetry. Like, the girl Mm -hmm. is good. She's she's so good. Amazing. Like, y'all, like, the girl is good. Like, she's, I mean, like, she's got a bright future ahead of her. Like, all my love and support, Zakari is it. She's awesome. But she's 17. So, and being, like, younger, um, we had to like figure out a way to really showcase like her artistry and her music in the best way possible. And so with her EP release party, we came out with, or we came up with a format that really highlighted um, that like in the best way I thought Um, because she's 17, like, you know, when you're in high school and I was that girl once upon a time too, it's like, I have these interests and these passions and desires, 
But the idea of me getting on somebody's stage and singing and performing, like, terrified me. Mm. And so if somebody was to put me in that position, I probably would not have done as well. Some people have that gift, others not so much. Right. But you so, have to start off, too. Like, it's, it's you, again, if you're trying to get this information, if you're trying to learn the, the tricks and the secrets of the trade and then actually put it out there, you know, you need a, a platform that's going to allow you to springboard to the next. And I really do think that Zakari, the, the format for the release party was really, really smart. You know, it was COVID conscious, of course, but um, the way that it was just put together, I, I really applaud y'all because y'all did the damn thing. It was really, really, really inspiring. And um might have to consider some things when it's my time. You never know. You never yeah, know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, we put a lot of thought into that. and We just really wanted to present it the right way. Because, like, when it comes to artists, I know how much work they put into their art. And so, you know, once you're done with the project, it's time to put out, like, we got to do right. If not, it's almost like everything was done in vain, and we can't do that. That's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And and especially because the artistry comes from a very deep and, and real place. When it's good, it's good. And mm-hmm. with someone like Zakari, you know that it's, like you said, it's it's the grieving process. And um, mm-hmm. that it that takes all of you. That takes so much of you. So, um, again, congratulations. That was major. Big ups to Zakari. Big ups to Hiso. Um, big ups to you, too, for working that out. Um, yeah. So switching gears just a little bit, um, we talked about, I mean, you mentioned that you modeled. And mm-hmm. if y'all are not in tune, I just, your aesthetics, the the way that you, I don't even want to say wear clothes. It's because it's more than that. Like you, you give this aura and this, this, this vision off and the execution is just so so gorgeous um how did you even navigate into that lane like what i mean <laughs> i want to be like oh i just woke up like this and then i decided i should hit the runway you know there's there's a little there's a traveling that has to happen between those those points right that's so funny now that's might how it look on social media but no that definitely wasn't the case um so it's funny like a lot of girls who like fit this certain aesthetic like if you're tall and skinny they're like hey have you ever considered modeling or you should be a model and it's like just so <laughs> those reasons because you're tall and skinny right yeah um for me like i was never really interested in modeling like that wasn't ever like my dream or my goal like if you talk to me as a little girl i was I'm like i want to be a model like wasn't my thing but i kind of like stumbled on it so like growing up like my dad had gotten my siblings and i a couple of like commercial um opportunities in which like you know we did a couple of photo shoots i think one was for like a book publishing company um and did that a couple of times like it was nothing like really serious and then in high school i think i did like um something for a photographer in town but i didn't like seriously start pursuing modeling until like my early 20s and that happened literally by chance like there's a friend had told me about an opportunity in peoria and they were doing like a runway battle for the black expo and Mm. little did i know that that was going to turn into like all types of opportunities so in me taking a chance and going to this audition in peoria i ended up getting casted for that runway battle which then turned into me meeting my future manager and then with her help she was able to like leverage her network and get me more opportunities and so from there um i started 
going to like different casting calls. So like, I didn't know it, but there's like a huge fashion uh, community in Indianapolis. And I met with uh, the CEO of Midwest Fashion Week. And so um, in meeting with him, I was able to uh, go to the casting call. I actually ended up getting casted. And then from there, just started doing their shows and like meeting more people, um, networking with them. Like social media is a huge resource. Like, man, use social media like to your advantage. Um, I was able to like network and connect with people. So we would like exchange Instagram and Facebook profiles. And then from there, like that helped me be in the know of like what was going on. So if there's like a casting call or a show. And so just in me being consistent and showing up and doing the work, that's how I was able to grow. And so from getting my feet wet in Indiana, that took me to Paris, New York, Chicago, LA, Vegas. Like I was able to get out wow. here and do this. <laughs> and, uh, and look good while doing it. That's... <laughs> Thank you very much. But mind you, like, let me know that I was living in Springfield at the time and I was traveling. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if you have that desire and that drive, you do the work, you can really go some places. Period. Uh, and speaking of which, you recently did Fashion Week as well. Um, <laughs> and by, <laughs> by and large, I was just so impressed with, one, y'all making that happen you know, during a panty, um, mm -hmm. a panoramic, um, <laughs> <Right>. to, <laughs> to, um, not only did y'all look amazing, but the, the clothes were so inspired, the textures, the colors, the, the, the way that they were designed and, 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 and draped and hung off of your body. I was like, uh, and mind you, I like, I like fashion. I like aesthetics, but I'm not like super into, um, I don't, I find that I can be just vaguely on the fringe and be good. I don't need to be in the epicenter. I don't need to know ooh, who's this designer and where are they from? And like, when is their next collection? And I need pieces 75b through 46z you know like mm -hmm. i don't i'm not that type of person mm -hmm. but i was i was so enthralled by the whole like all that i saw the behind the scenes but anywho i just i was so like so overjoyed with like being able to see quality work and varying work um mm -hmm. because everybody looks similar but different and um it was almost like it was tailor-made for each and every one of y'all it just ah, yeah. it was so good um oh, yeah. can you can you just tell me more about it I want to hear more just more more oh yeah that was such an amazing experience so um in the midst of the pandemic so they decided to still do Paris Fashion Week but they did it virtually and filmed it in Indiana and so um one thing about me is like if I'm able to bring someone who like is super worthy of like an amazing opportunity like i'm definitely going to do that and so i've gotten the opportunity to model in paris that week and one of my really good friends um anthony glover he is like a phenomenal hair and makeup artist um mm -hmm. i had oh i was able to incorporate him into the opportunity and so we were able to like experience this from like both sides so i was on the modeling side and he was doing hair and makeup and so um we had we did like the show but there's also like photo shoots and they brought in like designers from like different places. So I modeled for uh, Shauna M Designs out of New York. And she has like an amazing bridal line. So not only like wedding dresses, but even like bridal gowns and um, different pieces that like one would wear in preparation for um, not only weddings, but like special events. 
And mm. then also the designer Catu uh, by Bernie Martin, who's also the CEO of Midwest Fashion Week. Now, if you aren't familiar with Catu, definitely check him out. Um, he has more like upscale professional wear um, and then also high fashion pieces as well. And so um, with that production, like it was just, it was an amazing opportunity to still be able to like do what we love and enjoy and still be safe, like amongst the pandemic. And then mm -hmm. to bring along my friend and like watch him shine and do his thing was phenomenal. Like it was just the coolest thing ever. And that's a lesson in itself right there. You can leverage your power, your skills, your gifts and abilities to put somebody else on too. Like, and that's what it's all about creatively, collectively shining because you shine brighter with two people as opposed to just by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, just, uh, I love that so much. And I love that you both got to experience that in such a major way, in such a uh, a time period as this, in, in which we're dealing with so many different losses and changes and redirections, y'all were still able to make something happen. And I just ah, love that so much. You said that you were just kind of figuring out um, how you got to this point and, and um, what your business model is, but let's talk about like what this past year has taught you about yourself. Like, what have you learned about yourself? So I would say like the biggest thing I learned about myself is that I'm very resilient. So like if I'm faced with a challenge, I'm able to navigate it with precision. Um, I find feasible solutions quickly and then I'm able to like be flexible and accommodate unique situations. And so I don't think I would have like really learned that yet alone understood that about myself until faced with like such a unique situation, like a pandemic, like who knew this was going to happen. And so fortunately right. I was able to thrive. And yeah, <laughs> and you don't know what you're made of until you're literally like having to see what you're made of. And I just mm, crazy. Um, where do you want to go over the next few years? What's next for you? So um, my goal is I want to grow my business and continue to help people like grow in the pursuit of their passions. Um, one of my like biggest goals, so like Springfield is home. Like I was born and raised here. And like, I always knew that I was going to come back home um, to essentially like pursue my passions. Um, I was mm -hmm. living in California for a few years and I knew that that was going to be a transition period. Um, I just really wanted to get more experience, um, get more opportunities and grow and learn. That way I can bring it back home. So mm -hmm. with that being said, um, one of my goals is I want to help break an artist and a model from Springfield into like larger markets. And then I also want to help cultivate the Springfield area. And like I said earlier, just break that stigma of Springfield being like limited or a black hole because like there are so many resources here and a lot of talent. And like you'd be surprised, but like there's a lot of people who are like minded, who have like similar goals, wishes and desires. Um, I just want to connect those dots and create the platforms for growth. I love that. And I, I very much share that sentiment with you. I really think that there's so much um, talent, opportunity. Um, and chances for cultivation here. And I, I want not just as far as people go, but um, just as a community and uh, the talent, like there's so many talented people. And I really do think that um, we can literally get together and just help each other shine, help each other grow um, and see each other through the process. Also, mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure I had the chance to um, not only speak with more women regarding their experiences, but um, 
also being able to let them tell their own stories and then just try and listen because I know I know I'm a talkative person and I know that I my curiosity sometimes gets the best of me so I don't want to I don't want to interrupt I don't want to to overstep my boundaries but I I am so curious I legitimately want to to know um but that being said and I say that a lot (laughs) um that being said what what is your experience like as a woman of color in in this industry? And and you know you can go as deep or as as shallow as you want to about it. And you don't have to. It doesn't have to be positive or negative. I just want you to just put it out there, and um, you know, just speak truth to power. Yeah, definitely. So um, I would say like the biggest thing that I've learned like as a woman of color like in the industry is that. It is extremely important to have two things, integrity and thick skin. Um, Integrity because it's important to have like that solid foundation. So know who you are, know what you're about, know what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. Um, And even going as far as like having ideas of like your goals, your vision and where you want to go. Because in this industry, they will try to put you in a box or tell you what you should be doing, how you should look, how you should talk, how you should act, how you should move. Like you will always have some kind of force trying to dictate or manipulate who you should be, how you should be as a woman. And I'm sure men get it too, but as women, there's almost like this idea that, you know, we're more fragile, we're more sensitive, we are more malleable. So if you have that desire to try to like mold us and shape us, you'd probably have a better chance of like doing so. And then having thick skin and knowing that, you know, who I am is who I am. I'm okay with who I am. Um, And I'm going to hear no a lot. Like you hear no a lot in the industry and you've got to be prepared for that because if not, it can cause you to go down this dark hole in which, you know, you're questioning yourself or, you know, here come the self-esteem issues and maybe even just attacking yourself because you're letting all these voices come in and tell you who you should be. And so those two mm. things go hand in hand, having that integrity and that thick skin. That way, when you are faced with adversity or rejection, or especially in fashion, you know, fashion is purely um, subjective. So it's all opinion. So if people think this is great and this is what they want, then cool. But if you don't fit that and they say that, you know, eh, we're going to pass on you because you don't fit it, then it can very well cause you to look at yourself like, well, what's wrong with me? But right. you have to remember, there's nothing wrong with you. You are awesome the way you are. Just continue to strive to be like the best version of yourself and like do what's good for you and make sure that like you are healthy in your practices. Because if not, this industry will eat you up and spit you out. Mm. Baby. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. Cause uh oh, sure. I, I think even the men and um non-binary folks can definitely um get a nugget of information and um apply it mm-hmm. um so i have two questions and they can they can kind of be um you've already given free game but i'm about to ask you for more <laughs> yeah, no problem. What's, free, what's free game that you have for the people who are listening you know specifically creators and, and gig artists and and like oh for sure i mean i am more than happy to share i mean like i said like there is more than enough out here for everyone. We all can be successful. Like we all can eat. So yeah, I'm always happy, willing to share. So a free game. Um, first things first, 
use your resources. Like we have so many resources, whether we really realize them or not at our fingertips. Like for me, Google, Google, excuse me, and social media are my best friends. Um, and they definitely work wonders. Like if you have a question or if you want to learn more about a thing, you can literally Google it or hop on social media. Social media is like a background check for me. Like it's kind of cool. So you just see if people are really about what they talk. So if they talk their walk, um, don't ever be afraid to like ask for help or ask questions. Like if you don't know, you don't know. And how do you learn and grow? Like you have to ask questions and that just helps you to learn. Um, there are plenty of people around who have knowledge and experience that surprisingly would love to help. But again, if you don't ask, how would you ever know? And then this might sound like really tacky and like super cliche, but the truth is like you miss 100% of the shots that you take. And so in life and in the industry, there will be plenty of people to tell you no. There's no reason to add to it. So don't hold yourself back and don't limit yourself. Go ahead and at least pursue it. Try. Um, make it work for you. Um, like people always tell me about like their desires and their passions and their interests. And it's like, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Well, why not make it happen? I think oftentimes we kind of like put ourselves in a hole, whether it's like fear, complacency, um, discomfort, anxiety. And I get all that, but you can make things work for you. I mean, baby steps, you don't have to jump in with both feet. I don't even jump in with both feet. Like I try to be intentional and calculated in what I do. And I feel like we don't hear messages enough that let us know that, you know, you can customize your life to how you want it to be. So like make things work for you. If you have a little bit of time to invest in this then do that, as opposed to just not doing anything at all. And again, you know, all this time passes by and it's shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, let's see, what else do I have for free game? Um, so like I said, we all have the autonomy to dictate the life that we want to live. So set your parameters and make it happen. Um, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Mistakes are a part of the journey. And like I said, it's only a loss if you don't learn. So live, learn, and grow. Make the most out of every moment you're blessed with because life is very short. And like the older I get, I think the more I realize that. Um, I recently came across this, um, it was like a statement. and It was just so shocking to me and it was just mind blowing. So the number one regret of people dying in hospice is that they say they wish they had had the courage to live a life true to themselves as opposed to a life that the other people expected of them. And so with that being said, don't wait until your last breath to realize this is the truth. There were so many, whew, okay. Okay, I just, I just, all the people that are listening, I just want y'all to just say thank you. You know, you don't even have to say thank you actually to Besserat, but baby, just a small little moment of gratitude because I feel fed after hearing you can customize your life. <laughs> that was like for real. Period. You can make it work for you. As Whatever little or as much as you need, you can make it work for you. That <laughs> praise. Um, okay. And I I like to end my um episodes this way. Um with a simple question of if you can give your past self, your past you, any personal advice or any advice at all, what would it be? And no, you can't say, oh, I would give the numbers to the lottery because, baby, I would have been rich by now. Okay. And I would have paid off some student loans. And, you know, a lot of people would be, would have a lot more opportunities. But anywho. Mm-hmm personal advice or a uh, little advice to give to yourself? 
that is so funny like I joke about that a lot like the whole money in the lottery thing but like let's be very clear like money is a tool not the goal freedom correct is the goal. yes say I'm that, that. <laughs> bars now let me stop so um advice <laughs> I can give my past self um I would say try not to be so hard on yourself um people are going to hold you to like expectations, whether it's family, friends, society, et cetera, like show yourself grace. Life is a journey. Um, everything that happens now is to prepare you for what's to come. Um, live, learn, and grow. It's only a loss if you don't learn. And then last thing, if it's funny later, it's funny now. <laughs> you know what? I normally, I, agree with that but some stuff i'll be like oh this is ugly and then i laugh about it later exactly if it's funny later guess, it's funny now you learn to I laugh guess, through the pain and you adjust through it you you true you are so true i have thoroughly enjoyed uh, talking with you Besserat. this has been absolutely amazing i feel like not only am I richer through the free game, but also I feel motivated to just, you know, to try some new things. And maybe, maybe, who knows, we might, we might be working together a little, a little yeah. closely. I, would I love like that. that. Yeah, um, let's make it happen. Yeah, I'm here for it. You heard it first, listeners. Okay. You heard it first. Right. Um, Hold me accountable. I got you. <laughs> um, well, with that, I just... I want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you for uh, speaking with me and for all of the knowledge and wisdom that was dropped because, baby, I feel empowered. Um, this has been On The Reg. And until next time, take it easy. Thanks. Bye. If you'd like to keep in contact with Besserat, you can follow her on Instagram at B E S S E R A. T-H-A-B-T-E-S. That's Besserat Habtez, all one word. Or you can follow Good News Enterprises at goodnewsent.biz. That's goodnewsent.biz. Thank you. Stay fresh and keep safe.